get started, uh, you know, with with things today. You know, certainly talking to the team, we said, uh, you know, we lost the game, but we're certainly not lost. And uh, there's a big difference in that. And so we missed the target uh, defensively in this game for sure. And uh, that's what today was about, getting to the truth of that and why. And uh, it stings to watch, you know, when those moments happen. But uh, looking forward to recapturing uh, all the unique things about our defense. Um, makes so much fun to coach and play in. So we'll be calling on that as we're heading into this week. So a um, lot to acknowledge. Got to own it. Talk about the stuff you want to hit on, and then you, after today, then you move past, and all the focus goes on to today. But uh, we're uh, it's okay to sit for in a minute for, you know, sit in it for a minute, be pissed about it, but uh, then you got to process it and move forward. So that's what we'll plan on doing. So uh, ready to open up to you guys and get rocking. What were the most uncharacteristic elements of how you performed yesterday, based on what you had seen this group do yep. here? And I would think the biggest um, one would be the you know, the finishing of plays and, uh, you know, to have 14 missed tackles obviously has a lot of missed tackles. So um, if you're going to play good defense, I think you guys have heard me say that, you better be good tackling. <laughs> and in this game, uh, just too many one-person tackles for our liking. And um, so I would say that to me was the, the story of it. If was 14 a, a season high? Yes, it was. What would have been, what's a normal week? Um, if you're in the single digits, that's in a normal one. But, you know, some of these ones also turned into explosive plays. And when you're really humming and really hauling ass, sometimes that can make up for a missed run fit or a missed, you know, gap because the next guy is going to come clean it up. And so I think uh, just remembering what that relentless nature of going and finishing can feel like and look like. And you guys have certainly seen that from, from the defense. So we've got to capture that and uh, every time you go it's got to be that way how do you explain the third down was that not get to the quarterback oh did the pass rush get there as much as you wanted no it didn't get there as much as i wanted that's for sure um and I think, you know, for sure, one of them early one was a run. I think I had a long, explosive one. Might have been the second, third down of the game. Uh, but yeah, just, you know, combinations of, of ones for us to go. But we definitely didn't affect the quarterback in the way that, that we had hoped to. And sometimes you might see that just because there were some sacks or such. But uh, to not affect the quarterback in the way that we liked, uh, that was bothersome. Is that disappointing? I mean, because they were playing with some backups to tackle. They lost a tackle, and it still didn't make a difference. That's correct. Very disappointing. But also got to you know play the way that we got to play, and that usually factors in quite a bit as well. Andrews talked about guys weren't as physical as you have been in the past. How much does that surprise you all? Well, certainly uh, for us, that's the thing that has to be our calling card. And so every time you go and you watch us, our family and friends watch us to say, man, you guys really bring it. And so you got to call on that nature. It's like uh, for all you guys who work out, like, you know, you're going for a hard workout. You got to call upon the mindset it's going to take to go get it in. Otherwise, you go in, it's like, oh, shit, this workout's a little harder than I thought. You got to always be ready to get it on. And uh, having that mindset, it's, uh, it's a challenge for sure. But that's the style of defense we play. And uh, I'm quite certain and we will recapture that. Were the run fits there the way they had been earlier in the season and it was just missing tackles, or were, were you a little bit out of kilter on, on that? I would say there were examples of both. There were six explosive runs in the game, and there was plenty of runs we fit and did great. There was a bunch of TFLs. But um, when you get one that's a misfit and the next guy is not hauling ass to get there, that's when the explosives come. And so that was disappointing to, to get to, for sure. didn't really seem like... Trayvon's positioning or coverage was all that bad on the long touchdown. What are what were your coaching points or thoughts on it? Yeah, I think um, when you're playing on a deep ball, 
and you're right, you know, and give them credit too, they dropped a good pass down, but being on top, and if they have to be on top, so in other words, when the receiver's running down this way, I'm Trey and we're going, that one has to either be thrown behind or out of bounds almost, you know, when you're on top of the receiver. So um, just staying on top, he's in good position, but staying on top, then you can play late through the ball. You said the last two weeks, Trayvon's been a little bit more aggressive than what you like. No, I like aggressive. So I'd say that's um, talking about. Um, I'm not just, sure I'm following just you. Just in general, not one particular play, but just in general. Oh. No, I, I mean honestly, that on the last one that would that's not an aggressive foul that you know took place um, or an aggressive uh, mistake that took place on the deep ball there. And would you say you've been playing up to your standard the last couple of weeks? I would say the one from we had the, in. Minnesota, I think on the deep ball and the short yardage one, I think that would definitely be one he'd like to have over. But, uh, you know, for all of us, um, it doesn't come down to one thing. It's more like, hey, man, this is our style and attitude to how we play. So we're always going to play it aggressive, but that doesn't mean taking an unnecessary chance if that's what you're asking. Yeah, but I'm, in this game, I don't feel like that was the case. When y'all talk about knowing you want to be more physical for the game, can you talk about or can you point to why you weren't yesterday or sometimes that just happens? Yeah, I wish I could. Otherwise, it would not allow that to happen. I can 100% promise you. Um, I think just you know the lesson that you always want to take from something when you have a bad performance. Otherwise, the pain went for nothing. So you want to make sure that you're ready to call on that type of energy, effort, toughness. And I really felt um, we went after it hard up in Minnesota. And you got to recapture it and go on the next day. We're going to have some other big wins. And you've got to be ready to you know, get it right back on the next day and the next opportunity. And, uh, and we'll do that. It's a hard lesson um, that you go through. But um, usually, those are the ones that are most impactful, aren't they? And just a little earlier, um, when Coach McCarthy was in, he was talking about the 2.3 second principle, and that yep. beyond that is when you make big plays. And I think that's what you were referring to when you were talking about too many one-person tackles yesterday. But could you talk about the uh, coaching points for that at sure. practice during the week if it's like plastering for the defensive yep. backs? Or so yeah, what Coach is referring to on those is ex extended plays, and. Not all of them, but a lot of them happen when the quarterback gets outside the pocket. So if you were a defensive player, we'd say you're playing two separate plays. The first one happens and the quarterback's in the pocket. The second one begins when he breaks contain or gets outside because the receivers then taught they have a certain route that they start with, and then now it gets on the move. And that's when the second play begins. So we've worked hard at that. Um, all the way back from the spring, Mike had the quarterbacks as part of the practice emphasis where we were extending plays, certainly in the passing game. Now, for us in this game, there weren't extended a lot of extended passing game plays. Uh, for us, it was more a function of second, third, fourth, fifth guy in, you know, to finish off on the runners. But a diff little different, um, not the same thing, I guess I should say. Oftentimes, a 2-3 is on a movement play of the quarterback. These particular ones for us in the run game, especially on those six explosives, uh, too many one-man tackles. What will it mean to this week coaching against Atlanta for the first time? Well, I think, uh, one, I have great memories uh, for there, and I always will. And I think a lot of the really cool and things that we accomplished there, and there were a lot of them, versus how it ended. And I think that's an important declaration. I'll certainly uh, be forever grateful to Arthur to you know give me the opportunity uh, there and to all the players I had the privilege to coach. But uh, you guys saw the performance yesterday, so there ain't no time to you know take a stroll down memory lane. Like we got some shit to fix. So like I'll be right where my feet are, right where I'm supposed to be, uh, going after it as hard as we can, worrying about the the jerseys uh, that I coach now, and we'll throw.
for a hell of a week. Some understanding you're not going to answer a lot more on that, but it, it, is it bittersweet? I mean, are you able to look at just the because of yeah. such a long period of time? Yes, that's correct. Oh, I'll say I did that. I did that. And then when I started here, I started fresh again. And so that's to me why there was some separation. You know, I wasn't there three weeks ago. And so this is my team. This is who I'm with. And this is my crew. So um, like I said, I always will think of the memories, but uh, I'm right where I'm supposed to be. Some of the guys you brought back, some of the guys you brought with you from Atlanta, do you think they're saying, okay, Coach Q is not thinking about it, but we're thinking about it for him? I would say if I was on the team, you guys saw our performance yesterday, <laughs> and there are no trips down memory lane. And uh, let's just make sure we get back to the style and attitude that we love playing with. And that's honestly the most important thing. This isn't necessarily specific to the Falcons, but it makes sense this week for you. I'm just curious, in your experience as a coach, when you have a lot of familiarity with the opponent's personnel, which I assume you would for Atlanta, um, do, you, do you feel like that really helps you put a game plan together? I think it can help on, on really both sides because you have some knowledge of the player. Now, what I don't know, and I haven't been all the way through their you know, schemes yet, I can't help on that side of things. But just a, a speed or you know, technique or a skill of a player, you, know, you can certainly give insight to that, almost like a, a scout would because you have knowledge of that. Um, but as far as the scheme goes, they're, they're new on all three phases. You told us when we first talked to you, I think you did this after action of that whole time. What was the best thing that someone told you that you didn't even know of or think of or that caught you by surprise? I would say that caught me by surprise. Um, I, get, I don't know if it was by surprise. One of the biggest lessons was, hey, man, just like keep the main thing the main thing. You know, if you're somebody that likes to solve a lot of problems and do things, just like keep everything right in front of you of the things that you have the power to control and to affect. Schematically, did how much the numbers why I speak that you guys have you've changed dramatically from what they what you played in Atlanta to what you're doing now was that part of that after action as yes 100 percent yep that was a big part of it yeah it was not just my Atlanta time but I included some Seattle time in there so there was about a almost a seven year cut-ups you know that I went through to find what was good what needed changing and uh, you know what needed tweaking so yeah it's quite a bit different and how much do Joe and, and George in the back end put things together with you guys during the week? And Quite a bit, yeah. And so um, on a staff, there's usually an, you know people that have areas of responsibility. And that's, you maybe heard me you know, refer to, to uh, Joe and to Al last week on third down. Those are some areas of emphasis. Or another person does short yards and red zone and goal line. And then bring all the information up to the table. And then it's kind of like putting a puzzle together. You know, you put all the information up and you decide what you need and how to attack it and, and go from there. But it's a fun process to go through. But it, it takes you, you know, for a few days to go. And they actually work ahead to get there so they can have a sense of by the time we get into tonight and tomorrow morning, um, hey, this is what they do best. These are the things they do. And, you know, how can we go to attack? It or play to this player and match up. So, yeah, it's a fun part of it. There's a lot that goes into it. Is that different from how you ran a defense in the past, or has no. that always been the play? That's been the same, yep. Dan, for all the time that you spent with Matt Ryan and the success you've had together, uh, what do you most appreciate about him as a player and a person? I would say he is a rare competitor. And I would say um, he's one of those people that are never out of the fight just because of his competitive nature. And, um, and then you always support somebody that always had your back. And I thought, you know, that was certainly from the quarterback and head coaching relationship, an important one. And I always felt that way with Matt. What was it about Ask Dirty that you liked when you decided to add to your staff? In yeah, I think um, 
he's a remarkable teacher, Adden is. And um, I think that really comes first as a coach. What's our first job, you know, is to make sure, you know, the instruction, the information, the intent, and he has such a real way about him of communicating that. Um, but I thought that's his superpower as a teacher. And so he's able to connect with different people on different sides of the ball. He's always digging into new ideas and new ways of looking at things. And he gave me a ton of feedback through the years. So um, but I would say that's the thing that most impresses me about him. I'm always watching him teach and listening, and there's always things to pick up on. Was it important to you to try to bring him here with you? When yes. It was, and, and I told that to Mike, you know, when it was here, and, and he understood that for sure. But yeah, it was definitely important to have um, guys who almost know my rhythm as well, um, to know, hey, this might be what Dan's thinking, and you know, just kind of look ahead or around some corners to say, hey, this is going to come up. This is really important to him to make sure we do it such, such, and such. So yeah, I think having when you're first starting out somewhere, having a couple people that understand your vision, it helps. When y'all have the string of multi-takeaway games, you say you don't believe in takeaways coming back to just keep the train rolling. Now that it's been a couple games without a takeaway, what's the key to bringing them back? Well, I would say we had a good out for one yesterday, and uh, we lost one, you know, due to penalty. So for us, I think just, you know, mainly staying into our style and our attitude to go. We had some chances for some, but we didn't capitalize on them. So. Um, I think just staying in the process of how we do that, and uh, you know certainly give you know credit where credit's due for Denver and their game and the players they had. But uh, at the end of it, um, like I said, for us this week, um, so much about us. Do you think the Cowboys uh, eating the cheese two foot themselves more than game? Yeah, I recognize a fair question and one I would ask if I was in your spot as well. I don't sense that was the case in this. You know, usually you see guys slack off or um, you know kind of yeah whatever. You know, you can almost feel a. We got this. We got this. But I don't feel that way. It's an easy narrative to go to, and I, I get where you're coming from. I didn't feel that with this group because, honestly, we're still kind of going. And so for us, we this was our first big speed bump defensively. And uh, but I didn't go in thinking, ah, we got them, or he, he ain't shit, or any of that. N none of that came up. You see a lack of energy, though? I, I felt a lack of um, finishing. So I don't know if it was energy, because I thought, you know, going into the game, I felt good. I liked where our attitude was at. But I didn't like the finishing part of plays. And uh, second, third, fourth guy in. And to me, that's that's our calling card. That's where we're at. And it wasn't, you know, one person to say, hey, why wasn't he going, or a lack of I'm not even gonna call it like a lack of effort. It's just there's got to be a bigger over-the-top emphasis for the way that we play. And as the game went on, the time of possession kept going on and on, where we just didn't get enough stops on third down, and create takeaways to you know get ourselves into the plus. I think those were two factors that were big in the game. What do you think is the biggest evolution or or change in your defensive approach from what you had done before to what you're doing now? How would you kind of synthesize that and say this is? This is where I'm doing things. Yeah, I would say we're. Um, yeah, I would say, and you have to look at it from the other side. I think that's when you have a chance to do that. It's important to look at anything from the other point of view. And so for us, I would say we're certainly more versatile now. We had relied heavily on three deep zone, and it had been good for us for a good long while. And so having the ability to change is an important one. I think everything is good, but. Nothing lasts forever in that spot, you know. So, like, what was good then, now it's got to have a new tweak and a new change, and you're always kind of evolving. And so, I would say the versatility of the defense now, um, with the variety of coverage that we play, and making the quarterback have to read that after the snap, uh, that's a big deal. Do the team still go into games thinking he's Dan Quinn? He comes from Seattle. He's played this single high defense. And this is what they've been. <laughs> um, 
don't know. That'd be a better question for the offensive coaches. Uh, but I would say, yeah, there's an element of, you know, certainly what I learned from, you know, Coach Carroll that, you know, had an impact on me that's still in part of our defense from some philosophies. But uh, overall, scheme-wise, I would say they would say it's broader than it's been. When your guys are on the field for more than 40 minutes, are you thinking in the booth anything about I need to change this, I need to change that, just to preserve them? Um, I'm not sure I understand probably about that preserve them, like just the volume of plays. Just to make sure, because when you talk about that, to make sure they can play with the same amount of energy despite how much energy they've expended beyond. Yeah, I think we talk about, okay, if it's extended long, then we would talk about rolling players more just so you had more opportunities to go. And that's the one good part about our defense. We've had a number of players that have played a lot. So we certainly trust these guys to go in when that happens. And there'll be games where that does happen, where the you don't like it to be that time of possession. Usually we're on the other ones doing that. <laughs> and so in this game, the, the script was flipped. What was the reaction of your players today to what you had told them about, hey, sitting in this and, and dealing with it and moving forward? That's the one thing I really admire about this group. Um, they are excellent competitors and very much connected. And so um, when you see something that doesn't look exactly like we like it to, um, there's no bullshitting yourself about it. And you say, hey, this, is, this isn't good enough for what we want to be and the standard we want to have. And uh, please don't take that as a knock on Denver. I'm not trying to say that one bit. They played an excellent game. I'm just saying how our reaction was. And uh, you know, I would certainly expect that to change. Well, I think just for me from watching him through the pre-draft and um, I got a chance to watch him SEC last fall, so that was fine. Um, the length and the speed. And so when you can throw away, say you had leverage on me to this side and I can throw so far away, um, that gives a guy like Matt a good opportunity to know where the leverage is and put the ball far enough away that it can't get defended. And so I think when you have speed and length, that's certainly why is it, you know, with Coop here, you know, here's a guy who's got this great length and size. When you can throw away from somebody's leverage, you can throw it a little further away and don't have to be um, as tight of a throw where somebody who's small and compact, man, that's, you know, almost 50-50. So having a guy with leverage um, and real length, that's a big factor. Jaron being very well equipped to defend a player like that. Would you agree with that comparison? Who, who did? Dolphin Schultz was saying just the oh. way that Jaron's got the speed and the length. Um, well, I think, one, you better have enough length because there's going to be enough what we would call 50-50 balls or ones it up. But that type of player in the NFL is a big piece of how to defend players now because whether it's Pitts or other tight ends that we're facing around the league, it's not, you know, the traditional hand in the dirt tight end all the time anymore. So these are guys that play up at all different spots and you have to have enough variety and different style of players to defend because one week you may have to defend a player like him and then another week it's at, you know, receiver or running back. And so each week there's kind of like some funkiness to go and how do you match up? It's one of the best parts of coaching the NFL because you're talking about all these unique things that happen and how do you defend them and how do you play them. And um, I think they've done an excellent job of moving a lot of their, their pieces around. Stunts that you guys run, is that more than what you've done in the past? Stunts. Is that more than you've done in the past? Um, no, I would say, yeah, we, that's always been a big, you probably like pass rush wise? Yeah. yeah, no, not more. I would say it's probably right on par with where we're at. and. Um, I still think there's a lot of room for us to improve in that area. And um, certainly Law coming back uh, makes all stunts look better. And so eventually he'll, he'll be a part of that as well. So all right, well, you guys have a good one. All right, thank you.